Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 64 of Middle-Aged White Men Bitcoin. Oh, 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 oh. Wait a minute, I thought last week was 64. Was it? I'm, I'm complaining. Hey, yeah, you're complaining, and I'm, I'm, I have no idea, because you know what, I just, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it is episode 65, and I could look, but I don't care. I know. That's the God's honest truth. I, I don't really care. I know. Because I've, been, I've been watching your political uh, postings all week. I know you don't care about anything. No, I, I, I could care less. Um, you know, I am just... You uh, refer to yourself as a curmudgeon. That's right. A middle-aged white guy who bitches... Complains, complains. Uh, complains and, and pontificates, and but mostly complains. Um... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. <laughs> ignore what you just heard. That's right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, a former liberal and a former conservative who are now disgusted with everything have gathered together to talk about politics and also most of the stupid news that we've heard all week and hopefully bring you a laugh and perhaps even tell you something you didn't already know, unless you're following our Facebook. And, and, and most of the stupid news involves politics, but we'll do, we'll move on from there. we got better stuff this week. That's true. It, it's kind of coincidental, but that's very true. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Alex Jeffries. Sitting across the border from me in Canada is my good friend. Hey, guess what? What? I got a brand new co- I got a brand new copy of the comic book Captain Canuck. <laughs> yes, and today no, he has a no, new sidekick. No, no, it's no, it's no, crime. No, no. Stop, 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 stop. You're bullshitting what? me right there is really a Captain oh, look, I'm holding it up to the, I'm holding it up to the computer screen. Can you see it? Yeah, sure. It's an audio podcast. I can't see Butkus. I'm taking your word for it. Captain Canuck, go on. Yes, and you know, after a hiatus of print for quite a while, the good captain is back, fighting crime, fighting, fighting the forces of evil and those who would harm us. <laughs> and he has a new sidekick. You said, Crime Stopper. Yeah, he kind of looks like you know the bad Spider Man. Remember him, the guy with the black outfit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's got like the little black outfit and the. Uh, you know, the universal symbol of, like, you know, no smoking, the circle with a slash to it. That's his crest. <laughs> no red S on him. Holy or black eye either, I guess. Holy cow, it's, what a bargain basement superhero. <laughs> hey, it was free. Of course it was free. Captain Canuck. It was probably put out by your socialist government. <laughs> oh, me, uh, don't even get me started on those guys yet. Oh, no, don't even, don't, you don't get to play that card both ways. You up there yes, in Canada. Yes, I do. You're up there in Canada, you're talking, you're, you're crowing about your free health care and your elections what? that only last a week, and now you've got socialism, and you, you're going to complain about that? No, no, no. No, oh, I'm just going to complain about Justin's hairstyle, man. Is that, has he looked in the mirror? Who? Yeah, but the, the, <laughs> Wait the biggest thing no, about our... No, seriously, who, <laughs> Justin who? Bieber? Justin Trudeau. Trudeau. Who the hell is our Justin? Our prime minister. Prime minister of... The son of Pierre Elliott Trudeau. Who's that? The other prime minister. Of what? Canada. We don't have a, we don't have a president here. You know that. Well... We have the parliamentary... What happened to the queen? Who? Well, she she's just on the money. Really? Well, 
No, she's also in frames, in, like picture frames in the post office and any government building. We, in, in, in the police station where I work, we have like the, the young queen, you know, when she was maybe maybe 40 or so, you know, stylish, still had brown hair. Yeah, like... And I think she was tall... I, I think she was taller then. Yeah, I got... You better... You know, as we get to the far end of middle age, you better not make those jokes, because both of you and I are scheduled to get short pretty soon, too, so... You know... Yeah, well... I, I think you still have the brown hair, though, bud. Uh, yes, I, I do most mostly. Um, still probably, you know, 92%. Well, all right, 88% brown. Um, but it's going, and it goes a little more. Hey. Each, every time I talk to you, I get a little grayer. Brown hair. Speaking of brown hair, did you see Ted Cruz the other week, last week, or whenever the heck it was, went to kiss his daughter, and his own daughter, like, was... Try get away from me, you pedophile! Get away! <laughs> I, mean, I don't even. Everybody in the Senate hates you. I don't even like you. Don't kiss me, Daddy. Not in public. I had the biggest. I had the biggest problem, you know, because on our Facebook page, you challenged me to the meme contest. You know, you said you, I did see that. You know, I did see and that. And so I came up with a with a Ted Cruz meme, um, and it said um, it said Ted Cruz making the establishment look like a damn good idea since 1970. Well, I went to look up his birthday, 1970, and I realized the Ooh. son of a is. He's a year younger than I am. I mean... And you could have been president. If we had followed through on the what do you got to lose party, we you, we could have been president. I, too, could have been inflicting the intellectual e- equivalent of psoriasis on this country right now. <laughs> well, it's better. Hey, do you see where Michael Bloomberg wants to get in the race now, too? Hooray! Somebody else I don't want to vote for. <laughs> two... two Yorker values. Yeah, well, three. Who's the third? Bernie Sanders. Ah, uh, yeah, but he's, he's been out of New York so long, it doesn't, it, it, it didn't rub off. You know, you think about that, because that's true, actually. You raise an interesting point. Bernie Sanders has been out of New York. I believe he moved to Vermont in the year 1964. That is, what, over 50 years ago? Yeah, he's still not considered a local. Okay. Now, he is he's still not. Well, that's Vermont for you on the one thing. But listen to the man. The man seemed, well, it's like he was just down there the other day ordering a pizza. You know, or maybe sitting on the sidewalk or having a bagel or whatever it is that you do in Brooklyn where he was originally from. So you got this thick accent. The man has lived in a whole different other state, which is like two states away. The man has lived there for 50 years, and his accent, I mean, he it's like they just kicked him off Flatbush five minutes ago. Now, Alex, Alex. You do know that Vermont and New York border each other, right? Yeah, but Brooklyn and Vermont don't border each other. Oh, Brooklyn. Yeah. Well, that's a whole other place. Yeah. Brooklyn is like eight freaking hours from Vermont. It's like 20 if you ride a cow. So anyway, um, it reminded me of the great story I once heard about Henry Kissinger. One day they were interviewing. Is this a long story? Yeah, sure. Why not? The, one day. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you can go to the bathroom. Come back in a few minutes. One day they were interviewing Henry Kissinger's brother. And they said to him, 
Mr. Kissinger, why is it that ye, your brother, Henry Kissinger, the former Secretary of State, has such a thick Kissinger accent? He said, and you have no ac- European accent at all. You sound like a, a, an American from the Middle West. And his younger brother said, because I'm the Kissinger who listens. Oh, are you, is your story done? <laughs> and I'm thinking about Bernie Sanders, and I'm like, that is, man... Is your story done no, now? Okay, I can get up. Uh, yeah, that man has not listened. <laughs> Don't flush the toilet on this show. <laughs> well, you said, you said. But that was a live sound effect, by the but, way. <laughs> Today's the day of the uh, New Hampshire primaries, the, the, the first primary in the nation, as opposed to the rock, paper, scissors caucus that was held last week. Hey, I resent that. I live in a caucus state, and frankly, we're a lot tougher than the, you know, anybody can get up and take five minutes to go vote. But to sit locked in a room with a bunch of other Democrats for eight hours while you argue Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton or Martin What's-His-Name O'Malley, um, that... That takes a real commitment to democracy. But yes, you are correct. The New Hampshire debates were this week. And, and it seems like uh, Bernie's ahead. Uh, last I heard, Hillary was still barely ahead, but that, that, that was changing fast. Her lead was melting like snow on a bright spring day. And so, yes. Um, did you watch any of the Republican debates just before the vote? No, well, I I heard about some of them. I, I was watching some of the highlights. I hear Governor Christie's in fine form. Okay, first, first of all, let's start right there. First of all, and apparently Marco Rubio is a Borg, but his uh, his recording his reporter recording got stuck in autoplay. Yeah, let's dispense with this fiction, says Rubio, that Obama doesn't know what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. That's a great quote. The first seventeen times he says it. Anyway, Chris Christie called him. First of all, though, Chris Christie had his most brilliant moment when he simply walked out from behind the curtain and walked across. And hit Rubio with a baseball nope, bat. Walked across no. the stage and got to his podium. None of the other freaking candidates could even manage that. <laughs> When they so, introduced these guys, Ben Carson was the next. Chris Christie comes out. Boom. No problem. Hits his mark. Then Ben Carson comes out, gets to the edge of the stage, and stops, kind of like a dog listening to a whistle that only he can hear. He's like, well, what? And he freezes, and he can't even go out on stage. The next person to come by is Donald Trump. Donald Trump also gets up, and he stops behind uh, our Carson. So the two of them are in like this two candidate pile up on the interstate they call him george w or george w bush sorry they call him jeb 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 bush he comes out and in all fairness even without his mother holding his hand which she's been doing all week because otherwise he can't get anybody to talk to him let alone clap as you heard our story last week so jeb comes out he gives trump the ugliest look i have ever seen on television it was brilliant and and then finally trump and and carson managed to stumble their way out of the stage which means that chris christie 
governor of New Jersey is the only one in the clown car who is actually legally entitled to drive, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> if you haven't seen that footage yet, you must go find it. Just the entrance to the stage. It's unbelievable. And then, uh, it's, it's like kinder. You got to be the who, who is the line leader? That just reminds me of elementary school. <laughs> Chris Christie was the line leader. The teacher selected him because he was obviously the most competent. And I have been saying this all along. If this nation cannot have me as their overweight president, we need somebody like Chris Christie. Um, we need a fat guy in the White House. It's that simple. You know, you know. I, Chris Christie, he's kind of like, uh, kind of like a Santa without the beard and the jolliness and the reindeer and and uh, the presence and he's from and he's, and he's from Jersey. Yeah, he's from Jersey, and 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 he doesn't have the presence either. He doesn't like to give things away, but he did give an excellent lesson to Marco Rubio, and I will leave it at this for now. But I just. I I laughed myself sick because Rubio kept giving that speech, and then finally he lashed out at at Christie for tagging him on his twenty five second prepared speech, and he said, "Well, Mister Christie, when you were governor of New Jersey, you said you were going to you know lower the deficit and cut spending and blah blah blah, but you didn't do any of these things." And you're and Chris Christie says, "Stop right there, stop right there." He says, "Look, when I was governor of my state." The biggest storm of the century came and walloped our state. He says, and here's the thing that you probably don't understand. When you're in the Senate, you get paid to talk. You know, it's great. You get up, you make a lot of speeches, blah, blah, blah. When you're the governor of a state or the president of the United States, people actually expect you to solve their problems for you. They actually expect you to do something, not just talk. And I'm just like... Put the symbol symbol crash right there. Exactly. I'm just like, whoa, Chris, Chris. Christy, if you add nothing else to our national dialogue this year, I God bless you for that. It's like, holy cow. So what, what, what you're saying is kind of like Chris Christie hit uh, Marco Rubio, kind of like a kind of like a meteor. <laughs> <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, we'll get to that story right after this delightful segue music. <laughs> We're back with this week's yeah, first story. I'm, done, yeah, I'm, I'm tired of those politicians. Yeah. Let's get to some real news. All right. Well, let's turn to, uh, oh, I don't know who it's going to be. I, I, who, whoever comes in. I, last week, we got stuck with Walter Concrete because Jennifer Sargent called in disinterested to work. But um, <laughs> it's just like, so we'll see. But let's let's cut to the news boo- uh, newsroom and, and maybe somebody in there will actually read us a story. Go, go for it. As reported in the Hindu and Indian newspaper, a man was killed when an object authorities think was a meteorite crashed into his noggin. <laughs> the incident occurred in... There's no way I'm going to be able to say that word without hurting myself. 
Life in Northern Tamil Nadu. Originally, according to the article, a bomb was suspected, but forensic experts could not find evidence of explosives. There were, however, many small pieces of rare rock. If this evidence is collaborated, then this poor slob will become the first person in recorded history to be killed by a meteor. Indeed, the sky is falling. Jim, Alex, back to you. I, mean, I, I know we're becoming macabre and just reporting on dead people lately, but... <laughs> Look, uh, hey, wait, wait, uh, with the uh, state uh, of the world that it's in right now, let me tell you something. Dead people are the only people that are having any fun right now. <laughs> call call the Guinness Book of World Records because the first guy ever get hit, hit by a meteorite in the, in the shape of Governor Chris Christie. Hit the guy. <laughs> You know, you know those Indian buses. You know, like fifty-five people on the top. How do you like to be the bus driver? Do do do, boom! For the meteor. <laughs> what are the on uh, buy? If this guy had a lottery ticket in his pocket, I would take it before the coroner got there. No kidding. I mean, seriously, that that is just. You know, can you think about the millions of years that it took for this meteor to be broken off from whatever celestial body it was once a part of? float through the universe for like thousands and thousands and thousands of years until it got sucked into the Earth's atmosphere, falling for miles with a choice of, I don't know how many thousands and millions of square miles there are. Kim Jong-un, it could have hit Kim Jong-un. And, 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 and that would have been impressive. Exactly. <laughs> how many millions of square miles are there on the face of the Earth? And out of all those millions of square miles, there's one poor slob walking down the street. <laughs> And bam! First man here to kill somebody in history lands on his head. I will tell you something, Jim. It is very hard not to take something like that personally. <laughs> I bet he'll have one hell of a headstone, though. Oh, <laughs> it glows. Oh, I can see guy. him right now. He's probably like Marvin the Martian from Bugs Bunny. I'm not angry, just terribly, terribly hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even in Florida. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Well, it's funny you should bring that up. By the way, Cabbage Patch Jeff, I know that you're all uh, pulling for Cabbage Patch Jeff, and one way or the other, we'll get him back on the scene. But man, I'm telling you, that hand is pretty septic. That was one heck of an alligator bite, and um, which is really kind of funny when you consider um, that his his guitar playing hand is 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 turning septic because of this alligator bite because. <laughs> Before what an amazing coincidence! It's amazing how that worked out because before we leave today, we are actually going to give you a salute. And uh, unless you've got anything else, Jim, is there anything else you want to cover this week before we go to our salute? No, but next next week, next week, if if Jeff is not back, I will have a song for Jeff. I've been composing, I've been composing the ode. To the Garfish Room. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to take note. You have been warned. Next week, Jim will sing. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead now and go to our salute. Um, 
This is a news item. Jim, you bet your sweet tissue this is a news item. According to reports from various media outlets in Jupiter, Florida. That's where, hey, that's where the meteorite came yeah. from. <laughs> no, it's not where the meteorite came from. Look, I do this as a special favor for you clowns, so you better stop interrupting me, damn it. Oh, sorry. Uh, in Jupiter, Florida, a 23-year-old man was arrested by the Palm Beach Sheriff's Department for chucking a lot of alligator <laughs> through the drive through window of a local Wendy's. By the way, it was the Palm Beach Sheriff's Office, um, if I'm not much mistaken, that also had to tussle a couple of weeks ago with young Vonique or Lebrecht or whatever his name was, who gave... Oh, the guy in the swamp. That's right. Volvacue, who gave his... Oh, the... Gave, yeah, 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 yeah. The rap, the rap CD Gave boy. home his homemade CD as identification in lieu of a driver's license. At any rate, sorry, Walter. WPTV reports that Joshua James has been charged with the illegal possession of an alligator as well as deadly assault with an aggravated weapon with intent to do less than murder. From the MWMB Newsroom, I'm Walter Concrete. Okay, so... Assault with a deadly weapon with the intent to do less than murder. <laughs> just, just when you think... Just when you think you've seen it all from Florida. My God, what is left? No, no, don't answer this, by the way. But what is left for them to do in that state? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, uh, uh, let's go there. One, who keeps an alligator in the back well, seat in the little change yeah. drawer? You know? Well, the thing is, I guess he was going there. I heard a little bit more about this. I guess he was going to the uh, um, to the restaurant, and he saw the little alligator. It was only three feet long, you know, only, long as your arm. Um, yeah, which means a, f- a foot of it in its right. mouth. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he, he, and he saw the thing on the side of the road, so apparently he grabbed it and threw it in his car. So that, you know, it, it's not like he just had an alligator for all occasions. The opportunity presented itself. <laughs> this here's my formal alligator. That one's my weekend that's alligator. Right. Actually, when you think about it, the that one with, gator. The one with the hat? The one with the hat? That's one that's alligator. Right. That, that alligator was asking for it, just standing on the road there like that. And he's like, he's like son, you going to stand there showing all that leg. You're just asking to be chucked into a Wendy's drive-thru. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll rescind my who keeps an alligator in the car and add to who stops on the side of the road and picks up an alligator? So they can throw it through a drive-thru window at a fast food restaurant. Here, cook, here, now, cook now. this up for me, would you? <laughs> In, in all fairness, if they had given him his change and crawdads, I can understand that. But they did. <laughs> oh, God. What do you mean, no barbecue sauce? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, this is the story that's like... Now, here's there's one more thing I want to point out, and this just occurred to me when I was listening to Walter read the story. When I was listening to Jennifer read the story. Um, the um, This incident happened back in October, but they just rounded him up and arrested him today at the Palm Beach Sheriff Department. Now, if I am not horribly mistaken... Our friend Volvacue or Volvik or whatever his name is. <laughs> Voldemort. Right. Voldemort. Volvik Jean Jean James or whatever his name was, our aspiring rapper. He also got into trouble by trying to pass off a CD as an ID and. <laughs> 
and then outrunning the police in their golf cart. And that also happened in October of last year, and they didn't catch up with him until January. With all due respect to the Palm Beach Sheriff's Office, WTF is going on down there when you have two incidents like this in a month, and it takes you, what, a quarter of the year to round up the perps? Well, Obama's not doing enough to save us against alligators. Yeah, thanks, Obama. Um, <laughs> thanks, Obama. <laughs> Incidentally, I saw that thing you posted that because of Obama's leadership, we now rank, what is it, 148th alphabetically in the world? That's right. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, thanks, Obama. All right, well, let's do this salute and get out of here. Do, 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 do. Oh, wrong music. <laughs> And so, Joshua James, for understanding that the American dollar is in trouble and seeking to use an alternative form of currency, notably an alligator with crawdads for change, (laughs) we here at MWNB (laughs) salute you. Hey, y'all want fries? Y'all want fries? Yeah, that? I want fries. How many gator dollars is that? Do 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 that any normal person would care to spend with us. So Jim and I are going to wrap it up now. I'm a bullshitting and he's a grinning. Oh, well, see you later, Wally Gator. (laughs) In a while, crocodile. Stay away from the fast food joint. Oh, yeah, for those really big purchases, you want to bring a python. But um, (laughs) I'm going down to the swamp. Get me one of them Burmese pythons. That's right. Them things that fetch a good price. (laughs) (laughs) You want some incisors with that? <laughs> <laughs>